This episode of Ghosted in West Virginia is brought to you by Right Live. Weddings, private events, band and DJ bookings, live sound, and more. Contact Right Live for all your event needs. We are dedicated to providing entertainment, promotion, production for all of your special events. Contact them at rightliveevents.com, rightliveevents at gmail.com, or on Facebook at Right Live. Until then, enjoy Ghosted by Right Live. You're listening to Ghosted in West Virginia. Obsessors, oppressors, and possessors, it is I, your wonderful, beautiful, immaculately dressed host. <laughs> I had to make sure I didn't have my pajamas go on. Uh, Alec McCann, and with me as always, Julia McCann. And we have two special guests with us today. And it's been actually a good month for guests. We had Ellen, we had Jason, and now we have Billy King from the Wilson King podcast and his wife, Deb. Billy Wilson. From the Wilson King podcast. What did I call you? Billy King. Don't don't correct me on my show. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I so so I've had that situation before where I called someone by the wrong last name and then they let it slide the whole show and then once we finished recording they're like, Hey, you were just joking, right? And I'm like, No. no? What do you mean? That's why when I typed Billy King in, I couldn't find yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, if this dude gave me his email once before, why can't I find him? Oh, man. Uh, so we have, unfortunately, no one set story because Valentine's Day, apparently, ghosts, they just don't haunt extremely intense on Valentine's Day. But what we do have is a series of stories that I found from Reddit and youtube uh which are these are all i still typed in true supposedly true whatever you know whatever you get with that kind of thing valentine's day ghost stories uh and so what we're going to do we're going to change the format just a little bit um we're going to have me read a story we're going to talk about then julia's going to read a story we're going to talk about then billy's going to read a story we're going to talk about and then deb's going to read a story then we're going to just go on because she doesn't have anything to say (laughs) No, uh, so that is the format, and uh, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about? Nope. nope. Let's crack into it. All right. Uh, before we do start, I would like to say congratulations to the uh, Fauquier County for being able to uh, go after Irina Barrett for her terrible, terrible uh, treatment of, of animals oh. and her puppy mill running things oh fuck that so um with that being said i hope i didn't do that wrong did i do that wrong no you can they can even pull up on the falkier times falkier times there you go and, and you'll see we're where trying to get it in the morefield paper all right there we go so with that being said she's gonna be mad yes. <laughs> Good. With, with that being said let's go into our stories starting with 
Valentine's Day ghost. Now, I will say, I don't have authorship of any of this, but I also don't know the taglines of the people who said it. So, or wrote it you up. know, shout out to them. Yes, shout yes. out to, if you hear this and you're like, you should have credited me, put it in the comments, man. You'll be credited immediately. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I, I didn't write these. These are supposed to be true stories. You know, and it's not like anybody's getting paid off this. So, let's do this. <laughs> so, me and my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, me and my boyfriend were fans of nautical history, so we decided to spend our Valentine's Day in 2007 on the Queen Mary, which actually Ooh. I would love to go to. Oh, me too. That would be nice. That I would be love a, a, that. an awesome, because it's got a lot of supposed it's spirits. very haunted. What's the it's Queen Mary? Ship. It's a ship. That's haunted. That's haunted. Where's yep. it at? New York? I think, somewhere so. I think in, it's somewhere in New, in New York. York. I think, did it close down? Uh, I feel like I heard sure. it closed down for a little May bit. May have. Like it couldn't run through uh, the pandemic. Probably. And that makes that sense. And that got hit. But it's a historical site too, so yeah. I don't know how that works. I'm not too sure. Billy seems to be looking it up now, so we'll, we'll find out in a couple of seconds. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a super haunted ship, and like I think it even has suspected demonic activity, mm-hmm. which is cool. And it's on the water, which is also to be that's also super just another creep factor. Yeah, too. well, yeah. and and it's supposed to be like a paranormal conductor, like running water and true. I don't think there's. I mean, the ocean's obviously not stagnant. I think no. that's the biggest running water we have. Yeah. Probably. Okay? Did yeah. you get hurt? My wrist popped. Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's in uh, Long Beach, California, by oh, the way. Well, we oh. were definitely oh. wrong. wrong coast. Long Beach, California. Well, close enough. I, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, that's a few thousand same, miles. Same yeah. thing. No, it's a few hundred if a you go hundred? with what I think. Okay. I the other day we were having a, a discussion, not a fight, discussion, and uh-huh. I said, "Well, you can't go. The country isn't even two thousand miles." And she said, you're, you're dumb. You're, <laughs> you're an idiot. And then this is the only time she's ever done this to me. She Googled it. Oh. Which we have, you know, she always told me that was something that annoyed her about other people. So I wasn't expecting it. She pulled it out. Sometimes you just have to. And, right. and then just. <laughs> that was you know, one of those times. Yep. What I don't understand is why you did it to a person that said there were 16 hours in a day. Like that's. <laughs> I don't know. Clearly, numbers are not my thing. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what did you say the one day? Something 12 to 5 was like 7 hours or oh something? My. I didn't know we were going to pull up every instance <laughs> that I've done the wrong. <laughs> Even Ryan looked at you like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway, back to the story. As I'm sure most of you are aware, it's reported to be haunted. There are also kind of, or there is also the kind of appeal to us, uh, because we have. Okay, this is where I did not understand what they were saying. Uh, so it says that they have, we have our bees, which does not make sense. Our bees, we have the meat. N- no, <laughs> what I think, what I think, because again, this is transcript here. Yeah. So what I think is, it tried to say they had a huge interest i'm okay paraphrasing that, that because there was like something uh but they said they had a huge whatever in european history so it was just cool to them in general that they could go to the ship um are we thinking of queen anne 
we might be because there's a couple of them. I think we're thinking of Queen Anne. Is Queen Anne the one that I'm thinking of is, no is super haunted? You said this ship is in Long Beach. Because I know there's I know there's one in New York. There's got, I think I'm, I'm thinking of Queen Anne. I, I hear Queen Mary, but now that I say yeah. Queen Anne out loud, I think that's the ship I'm actually thinking about. And I do think that's in New York. Billy's looking it up now. Cause <laughs> MS Queen Anne is a cruise ship under construction for Connard Line. Mm, that doesn't uh, sound right. Nope. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Look up, I don't know. Whatever ship is haunted. Yeah. All ships. All ships. <laughs> the Flying Dutchman. The Black yeah. Pearl. Oh, all Flying of Dutchman. Hell yeah. Um, so we also... Oh, wait. Hold on. Where am I? Oh. Anyways, we got a historical suite, meaning that it was most uh, like it had been when the ship was commissioned aside from an old TV. The first night we stayed there, why have an old TV? If you're up to date in 2007, why have an old TV in a ship room that's supposed to be like it was? Like, they didn't have a TV. There's no sense in having an old TV in a uh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're gonna have, if you're gonna try, you want to have the ex- the full experience. Yeah. If yeah. you're gonna say this is, but if you're gonna put a TV in the full experience, you're not cheapening it by putting a modern TV in. Like, just because it's an old room, you don't have to put an old TV in. Yeah, you do. No, oh, of course. Tube TVs all the way, Mister <laughs> Mister Contrary, and over here. Guess who's not going on this trip with me? (laughs) (laughs) Works for me, big boy. (laughs) (laughs) The first night we stayed there, which was Valentine's Day, we both woke up to what sounded like the drawers of the built-in dresser being opened and slammed shut repeatedly. We both are not the type to freak out and run, but I can't really say why we were both so low-key terrified that we just... Or, I can't say why we were both so low-key, so I guess they were meaning, like, I don't speak young people. I'm guessing they say... They say low-key. But, like, they're like, I don't know why we're so low-key. Like, we didn't care. Oh, Is that yeah, what they're, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds right. All right. Um, that we... Man. <laughs> I just Children sounded these so days. Old. <laughs> old. Man. Oh, man. Uh, that we just acknowledged uh, that the other... That everybody, you know, so this, I'm just going to paraphrase because this is stupid. Um, <laughs> they s- acknowledged that each other was okay and then went back to sleep. They were chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Chilling like a villain. Yep. Maybe it was because, uh, maybe it was because it was truly alarming at the, t- or it wasn't truly alarming at the time. Maybe we had just trusted that if we were okay, then everything was okay too. I don't know. But then we didn't know the history of the room either. The next day, we went on the ghost tour, and it turns out we were sleeping in the second most haunted room of the ship. The next room was Churchill's suite, uh, where he planned battles during World War II. Which means that that would be a European ship, so it must just be in our harbor yes. for fun. Okay. Well, okay. it made its last voyage in like 19-something, oh. and then okay. Long Beach, California just kind of where it ended up. That oh. makes Okay. Okay. Fair enough. A little weird that they let us keep it, but okay. Yeah. You know what? No, it's not weird. They steal everything. That's true. Look at the British Museum. The, none of that is British history. None of it. No. And they could have so much cool stuff in there. They they had druids. They could excavate your own <laughs> land, man. 
Um, so anyway, uh, the next day we went on a ghost tour, Churchill's room, yada, yada, yada. While we didn't experience the cigar smell that is supposed to uh, be smelled while staying in the room, it was still interesting uh, without knowing our room was uh, known to have paranormal events happen as well. We had some really weird camera malfunctions in the engine room as well. Also, creepy aggressive feelings in an old museum room on the ship, which we only found because we or we kind of tried to get into every unlocked room on the ship. You sneaky mother truckers. <laughs> they have to be white. Probably. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. Because they're, they're dumb. There's a reason. There's a right. reason. <laughs> Mystery Inc. is a bunch of white people running into a haunted house. Yeah. There's a reason you don't see any other race because any other race is like, no, dude, we grew up. The, the movie with stories. Nope. The movie Nope. <sighs> right. <laughs> that movie is so good. We watched you while well, you fell asleep watching it. We watched it a few weeks ago. Billy Baby, oh. bye bye. Yeah. Dad. There's a lot of movies I fall asleep yeah. during. He, he fell asleep watching uh, Signs. He said it was boring. I we, don't understand. That movie's fun. That movie is terrified right. me. The scene with the alien walking past. Oh, see, I oh, didn't think it was scary. I just thought it was funny. Well, whenever I was a little kid. Mel Gibson run through. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the story. Yeah, back to the story. I mean, I'm almost done anyway. Um so, it honestly felt like somebody was creeping up behind our backs. But again, just feelings. So, we shrugged them off. That's my Valentine's Day story. Thanks for reading. First of all, we shrugged it off. It was just a feeling. Right? What? No, you go into this place. You know it's haunted. Yeah. And you're just like... You're expecting it, Ooh. I guess. Well, no, I, I don't care. Yeah, no. If you're... Feeling something be there that isn't there, I'm not being cool with that. No, I'm not. Be, I'm, I'm not being what low key with that. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah low key. High I ain't key being low key. High key all the way. I don't understand what's happening over there. What's going on, Jules? I'm gonna be honest with you. Why are you going to go searching through rooms and go searching through spots that uh, you should not be in? Well, uh, there's... Do you know that... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You pay for it. That's what you want to do. You want to find some ghosts. Is this better? That is way better. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, like... Like... Trying, like... I, I don't know. I don't... I'd be too freaked out at the fact, like, of the stuff happening the nights before that. I'd be like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be exploring the ship. Let's, uh, let's skeet that. Over. You yeah. know that, you know that feeling you get, um, when you're doing something you know you shouldn't be? That's not, you know, not sexual in nature, but, like, <laughs> you know, you're, um, like, I used to go into the library and go into the back where they kept the books that they didn't have out. And I would get this feeling, like, this is going to be really weird. But this is also going to be one of the best episodes ever. All right, so I would get this feeling that I needed to poop, and it gave me this sense of I'm doing something. <laughs> Did you have to look at me like that? Like, like Billy's over here. Yeah, no, man, I understand. And she said, "Ew, <laughs> that's disgusting." 
But no, like I thought you were gonna go with the I pooped in the corner in the library. That's no. where I was going with that. That's why. No, no, okay. no, no. It was just the feeling. It was like I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And it was the I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna crap. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> okay, I get it. But now. it but it was still like I don't want to say that that was a fun feeling, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was it a was, feeling. It was a feeling, <laughs> and it was it was what I was doing was fun. And it just happened that that was... You got the nervous poops from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, them, new, them, them nervous poops hit different. Oh, my God. <laughs> I pooped three or four times before we got married. That's fair. <laughs> three or I four. was too drunk to have any nerves Ooh, that day. I couldn't drink. I couldn't eat. I was sober. Mom and Deb brought me some moonshine, and I took, like, one sip of it, and I'm, like, shaking. I was doing the sway... At the altar. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is this is a romantic story. It is. It's a very romantic story because I tried sobering up, and then there was a wreck on five twenty two, so a lot of the people showed up late. So we got delayed. So we got delayed. So I'm like, well, fuck it. There's beer here. I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> and then <laughs> next thing I know, I'm like, maybe I had a little bit too much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, I uh, you're on, on your officer. <laughs> he, he, her her uncle, like, whenever he did, you know, till death do us part, he did it weird, and it threw me off. He said, till death us do part. Threw oh. me off. No, no, phrasing's everything. Yes. Yeah. Phrasing is everything. That would throw me off. So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm sitting there like, hey, could you repeat that for me, please? He's like, till we die. I'm like, till we die! Till we die! I should have got drunk for our wedding. We, we it would have been great. We had a real casual that wedding. Was, we oh, had a very, like, as soon as the wedding was over with and oh we got all God. of our pictures done, we had a white trash bash. I'm running nice. around in shorty short American flag coveralls with a cow, with a, with an American flag hat on. Did you Crocs. go around saying the uh, angle of my dangle is proportionate to the heat of my meat? I ran around saying race, hail, praise Dale. Uh-huh. <laughs> Classic. But, there you go. But, I mean... Nervous poops hit different, <laughs> but that's why. But I, I imagine yeah. maybe they didn't get the nervous poops, but the fun. Yeah, that, that, just that, that, you that know, feeling. When, once you're an adult, once you know, yeah, life you don't happens. Get the, you don't you, get to once do a anything. feeling comes, it's like, oh man, a feeling. Well, I mean, you don't get to do much anymore yeah. either. Yeah, like, yeah. like Billy's so bored over here. He's eating his mustache. I, <laughs> he needs that excitement. <laughs> He needs the nervous poops. Yeah, well, I think I think he took care of that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like <laughs> drinking in high school, right? Like drinking in high school is like so much fun, and it then was. like as soon as you turn twenty-one, it's like okay, I'm done with this now because I'm allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 I'm, I can do this now. All right, for me, it was the exact opposite. I had I had a very strict upbringing. I didn't have the uh, the fun that teenagers had so when i got out and i realized i could do stuff i was like all right here we go yep and then i got i got drunk in cumberland and i haven't done it a lot since uh i did get drunk one night at a fire (laughs) pit and i kept i'm one of those drunks that i'm i if i'm not out playing hide and seek oh man that's the best um i will check up and i just i looked at julia and i said are you okay are you okay? Every five minutes, have I, I made like, you mad? Leave me alone. Have I made you mad? Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Anyway, 
So that's my story. Uh, Deborah has left. She's got the nervous poops now. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, she's never going to come back on the show. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> well, Julia. All right. Well, you, you must have, like, switched our episodes because yours was about your boyfriend and mine is about my girlfriend. We should have swapped them. No, I like this way better. You like your boyfriend? I like your girlfriend. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on with my story. All right. This person says, I'm ready to tell you about my Valentine's night stay at the Hotel Lawrence in Dallas, which is supposed to be haunted. Now, I've been a fan of the paranormal for some time. I recently worked as a haunted tour guide in downtown Dallas, covering areas such as the Grassy Knoll, Texas School Book Department, etc. Were there supposed to be commas? Maybe. (laughs) It's hard to say. That was a whole lot. Um, One of the locations I stopped at was the Hotel Lawrence, which has at least four documented murders all occurring on the 10th floor and rooms that you can still stay in. My girlfriend decided to get us a room for Valentine's Day since it was such a big part of my life at the time. We checked into the hotel and knew right away that it was more of an antique hotel rather than a refurbished hotel from the past. It took 10 minutes to arrive. Our room was a smoking room and our TV was a tube TV with an antenna. We bought snacks, food, and booze. It was Valentine's Day. And proceeded to relax, play music, and enjoy our day. I tried to open a window, but it was locked. I tried removing the lock, but it actually removed the window as it was a fire exit. (laughs) We joked about it and continued our evening heading out to eat and later coming back for more drinks and watching ghost adventures. In the morning, we packed. I was beginning to feel stomach cramps, but disregarded it. As we began to head home, my stomach cramps turned to chills, a fever, and soon a headache. I got home and laid down that night. I had to go to work at midnight. As I'm in the shower, I realize I have three scratches on my torso, one on each side of my stomach and one on my chest. For the next two days, I battled feelings of sickness, mostly stomach. I felt like I was just punched hard, and my girlfriend and I argued almost every night over the smallest issues. I could not sleep. Excuse me. I could not sleep either. Wednesday, almost three days on, about four hours total sleep the headache was just so bad and the pull string on our center window blinds would always pull the blind open all of a sudden not just the other three blinds um these this is worded very crazy just one which i always would hear hitting the lines then one day it all just stopped the pain the arguing the sleepless nights everything Mom said it was a sign of what could happen if I were to mock the paranormal again. Since then, I've quit my haunted history tour and vowed never, ever to stay in a hotel that is haunted. I've had my warning. Pussy. He had the nervous poops. Yeah. <laughs> I like For breaking that window. I like the criminal element that these stories are bringing. Uh, he's like, oh, this window's locked? Not anymore. Right. Let's I'm just break, break it. it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you because I say stayed in a lot of hotels that you can't open the windows in. And the reason they do that's because of, you know, people jumping the swan dive of uh, eternal sleep. Um, it's sexy. No. I <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so like I was like, lock on the window. That makes sense. I mean, 10th floor. It's pretty high up. You know, someone jumps out. It's not going to feel feel nice. 
I love that he knocked the whole window out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... That's... You missed and the good story? About it. I kind of heard it. Sorry. She, she kind of heard it. I had the nervous poops now. You guys were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the fact that he had three scratches kind of showed, showed, shows me that they did have an encounter, and it wasn't a very nice encounter yeah. just no. while they were sleeping. Well, not to mention the fact you know, you got the three scratches, which obviously you know everybody here that has paranormal anything knows that's not a good sign but then he's said you know i was physically sick which is another bad sign and then fighting with my girlfriend over, over nothing that's another yeah. bad sign so listen i watched ghost adventures don't even good old bilbo zach baggins <laughs> Um, love it though. Every I think every time he comes up, I make sure to mention that he's a giant douche. Yeah. He he's never gonna be on the show. It's okay. Might. You no. would shit your pants if he hit you. I was like, hey, I hear the shit you talk about me on your show. I want to come and defend myself. Go ahead, come defend yourself. Come defend yourself. <laughs> Let me ask you Mr. something. Acid wash jeans. <laughs> <laughs> your Eddie Bauer shirts. <laughs> your spiky hair. Oh no no no! He wears well, a hat now. Yeah, it's not spiky no more. You know why I think he wears a hat? It's going bald. I think that's what's going Probably. on. Probably. I think, I think I'll wear a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's say. what's going on. He's, he's, he's. And also, can I just say that this man went from being what I would consider a college student that just left the trailer park kind of mentality at the beginning of that show where he was telling everybody, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. I think he got some feedback about that. And was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't tell these people to shut up or we'll lose the show. Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Shh, shh. That probably just ruined all that audio (laughs) for you. Yeah. But, uh, sure, audio, not mine. (laughs) Um, but, you know, it's, you know, and then he went from being like, this place has a ghost to every time there's a dark entity. Not every place (laughs) you go into has a dark entity. There's no way. I never really, uh, noticed that, but yeah. There's, There's never anything good. It's never just, no, you know, your Aunt Sally. Frank I'm over here. Hi. Frank's tired of you using Febreze in the house. He wants to know if you could use a less harsh tone. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> some rose water. You know, the, the, the thing that's coming together with all these stories is, you know, it's one thing to go investigate properties that are haunted, but, like, to willingly go and spend the night there and be there for, like, a while you're just in my but how i feel about it is you're just inviting these ghosts entities whatever is in these places like man they're in my fucking safe space i'm gonna go fuck with them yeah no i mean that's never a good idea there's even people that say even like thinking about this kind of stuff will bring now i'm not into that because i think that's a bit much your thoughts are safe but like you know speaking it out into existence and stuff absolutely like we're going to do the Ouija board thing that we haven't done. That's dangerous. But either way, chances are it won't stick to you. We've got more children. <laughs> I've got none. There you go. You've yeah. got none. You've got, got kitties. Kitty cats. Yep. Kitty cats. Five of them to be exact. Yep. Why? You have a wife. <laughs> Why do you have five cats? <laughs> because of my wife. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. so, 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 so Deb comes into the relationship with a cat. Yeah. My and baby. then... And then my cousin has a cat dropped off on her doorstep. So she dropped it <laughs> off on you? 
No, so she hit me up and was like, hey, do you mind taking in a cat? And I'm like, well, I mean, if it, it was a shitty day. It was raining that day, cold outside. And I was like, ask Deb. It's fine with me, you know. Don't want to see a cat be uh, put in a... He is literally the sweetest little boy. No. He is so And then sweet. our fourth cat, his mom got killed by a weed eater. Third, oh, no. Third cat. Third cat. <laughs> Sorry, Deb, that's not funny. And his part of his ear got chopped off, so he's got, like, one smaller Aww. ear than the other. Yeah. And then Biggie. And then our fourth cat is one that, like, Deb was like, I have to have this because it's a pterodactyl. It's a polydactyl. He's got thumbs. Oh, cool. Pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so stupid. <laughs> and then uh, the fifth cat, I'm the one that brought it in. Yeah. Deb had been asking me all night because it showed up to my buddy's farm, and he's like, I'm not feeding this thing. I don't want it here. So I fed him <laughs> potato chips all night. Yeah. And um, then I have one too many to drink that night, catch a nice little buzz, and as I'm going to the car to leave, I turn around, and it's looking at me, giving me those big cat eyes like, help. And I'm like, Aww. God damn it, get in the fucking car. <laughs> and he was so skinny. Now he's a chonk. He's a chonky boy. No. Literally eats all the other cats' foods. Like we have to make sure that the other cats eat before we let him in. He will just eat meat beef. because because he's like our outside inside cat. Like because he'll get pissed off at us if we don't let him outside soon enough, and we'll like shit in our tub. Yeah, which is right beside the litter pans. That's very specific. Yeah. That cat's got some. Yeah. I mean, at least it's easy sass. to clean up. But he's got some sass. It's better than that's good. That's good. Clothes, I guess. I like a sassy cat. I wish I had five dogs. Oh man. I would love it. <laughs> I want a kangaroo or a wallaby. Oh, I could take so a wallaby. I Not a kangaroo. Then things will kick you through a hey, door. Hey, West well, Virginia is one of the few states in the U.S. that you don't need a special licensing to have a kangaroo or a wallaby. Just saying. Huh. What a strange loophole. Right? You want to get a wallaby? Eh. We'll raise it as a, as, a, as a joey. Are wallabies still joeys? Wallabies are like... Yeah, but I mean, do they still, still call still have a pouch? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because They're I would like to just it's put a, puppies it's in It's a little oh, itty-bitty. perfect. Puppies and It's kittens, an itty-bitty right? uh, kangaroo. Yeah. Would yes. Oliver fit in its pouch? Probably. Not, actually, probably not now. Well, we'll have to get a kangaroo then. Yeah, definitely we can put him in it. <laughs> then the kangaroo would take your child. And I'm not Australian. <laughs> I can't jack a kangaroo like that dude did. Dude, I watched a video where a dude put a kangaroo in a fucking arm bar. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not doing that. I saw one where he straight up is like fighting him like a boxer. It was great. They get them legs on they you and you're done. You're done. Well, parent, they have like claws on the back of their legs. Like, so whenever they're like going back on their tail and kicking you, they're kicking and trying to get those claws and you can rip. Nice. I mean, velociraptors. <laughs> yeah. Basically. That's where they went. <laughs> they just became furry and smaller. Billy, are you prepared for yours? <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Shakespeare in the park. Lincoln Park. My fiance's perverted father. Oh. <laughs> Fun. I figured I would share some of my experiences as well. A little bit of background information. In 2010, I moved in with my now fiance. He has lived in this house since he moved down to our city when he was about eight years old. His father, whom I've never met, died a few years back from a stroke. Ha ha! And now for some, <laughs> and now for nice. some of my experiences, a few months after I moved in around Thanksgiving and Christmas, things started happening. One night, my fiance and I were having a midnight cigarette, and I had to lean out of the sliding side door since it was raining. 
he went to bed first and I was still finishing. I was facing the front windows of the house and we had a small light on the kitchen, on in the kitchen. As I was finishing my smoke, I looked at one of the windows and I swear I was staring at a figure. There was no features but an outline of a body and what seemed to be a cane. Now here's the weird part. A few days later, I asked my fiance if his dad ever used the cane. He told me later in life he did after his stroke and asked me why I wanted to know. Like I said, I never met this man in my life around the same time closer to Christmas we were going to sleep. I had a bunch of papers from class on my nightstand and computer desk. I had heard shuffling and I am a light sleeper. My fiance and I were trying to figure out since we had no animals living with us at the time and there was no vent near the papers. I'm guessing he was trying to they were trying to figure out like where the, the noise came from. Yeah. Yeah. I was exhausted, so I shrugged it off and tried to fall back asleep. I'm seeing a lot of we just shrugged it off. <laughs> yeah. That's stories. what we do, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what we do. Something weird happens here. We're like, oh, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It was extremely hot at the time, so I threw the comforter off and had the sheet on me pulled up to my shoulder. I finally got comfortable, and I was about to pass out when the sheet was yanked down. We're both not moving, so it was not us. Of course, I woke up my fiance and told him. He said, yeah, it was probably dad. I sleep topless, so he made jokes that he was trying to see my breasts. On Valentine's Day last year, I wanted to do something different for my fiance. I bought a cute see-through dress and cooked dinner for him when he got home from work. I went out behind him and hugged him. We're talking when all of a sudden the end of my dress, which was barely covering my bottom, was flipped up onto my back. Of course, I jumped up. My fiance asked what was wrong. So I told him. He laughed and said it was definitely his dad. That's all my experiences for now. Bro. That's all not right. cool. Let's right? have let's, well, you and I stay silent. <laughs> let's let the women talk real quick. But, like, if you're a ghost, what's stopping you from being a pervert? Like, That's it's, true. I would probably be one. You just watch anything you want. You just stay quiet. You know, don't make any of them noises or anything. Ooh, boobies. <laughs> boobies. You got a nice family. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, why is that like just, oh yeah, that's just dad. What? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Scold a ghost? Yeah, no, but... God damn it, Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's my woman! Oh, man. Oh. What are you gonna do about it, Harold? <laughs> I'm gonna bring the priest over. Go ahead, I ain't demon. I ain't gonna do nothing. Ooh, look at this. Oh, there's her fanny again! Oh. Oh, Lord. Well, see, and there's, like, now there is a concern here because only because. Uh, I'm researching, or I have in our stack of research, uh, a story about a woman that they based a movie called The Entity off of, where she had been, uh, I'll just be polite, trigger warning, because sex stuff is gross and whatnot. Um, she had been repeatedly raped by entities, and like, uh, it's a big famous case. You know, um, and her name's Doris Bither. Don't anybody look her up until I tell you about her. But, <laughs> you know, and, and so it, that can be concerning because yeah. those were things that she could not stop because it was a ghost. And, yeah. like, at the, you know, it's funny to think about right now, but, like. But if it was also happening. It's, it's concerning because it's like, 
So clearly this guy was doing that when he was alive, and his son knew about it and was just like, ah, that's just dead. Yeah. What if he was doing it to his girlfriends ahead of time? Yeah. Like, like, like that's, that's not cool. He just comes in. They're sleeping. He comes and doesn't even live in where they live. Yeah. He just comes in the middle of the night from his <laughs> house. <laughs> Yikes her. Has some good tatas and walks on out. <laughs> Heads out. Goes. His wife says, "Are you are you ready to get in bed and have some time?" He said, "No, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. What are you What are you doing, Billy? So, speaking of that movie, Entity. Have you guys ever heard about like? Yeah, silence. We've Sorry, yeah. I zoned out. Um, <laughs> did y'all ever hear about like Kesha back in 2012? Oh, yeah. oh with her with her like uh, ghost investigations that uh, she's been doing. Demi no, Lovato? no, she um, so she pretty much came out and said in like 2012 that while she was writing one of her albums, she stayed in like a haunted place and like repeatedly, like openly, was like willingly having sex with ghosts. Oh, that sounds like something she would say. Yeah. She's a real weirdo. She is, but her songs are so fun. Oh, I know. I know every word to every Me one of too. her songs from those oh, albums oh, back then. Oh, 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 oh. I just know that real oh. famous picture of her. That's really all I know of, of Kesha. That <laughs> was on everybody's shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and had the black bars, so you didn't know what was happening, yeah. but you knew... It's like that old thing in Family Guy where Quagmire's in the thought bubble pulling beads and he says, (laughs) 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 the kids don't know, but we know. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, All right, Deb, are you ready? I am ready. You got the long one. That's fine. My house is very unusual, so I'm new to Reddit and I thought it would be the best place to share my stories. My house is haunted. My family says an old police officer had killed himself in the room that is now my bedroom. Fantastic. Um, I'm just here to share some stories for you. Mom. Can you imagine all the. We'll go into all the implications with that. You said it was an officer, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go into that. Yeah. That's going to be great. Okay. All right. So, uh. My mom used to talk about how my toys would go off at around 2 a.m. every night whenever I was younger. She was getting tired of it and told whoever it was to knock it off and somehow did. (laughs) And then it started to work its way downstairs where my gram was. I was kind of skeptical about it until that happened. My mom also also told me that I would always see a man in the windows. One night when one of her friend's sons stayed over. He was staying in her room, and she woke up to him praying in her bed and asked why he was doing that. He then told my mom that he saw someone just watching her from the edge of her bed and saw a figure walk into the next room, thinking it it was my gram, but it wasn't. Are you good? I'm sorry, just waking up and seeing a child that isn't yours in your room praying. You need to call your father, your mother, you need to walk home, you're not getting in my car, you wait outside on the porch. Get out of here, y'all get. You're not staying here ever again, I can tell you that. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so, thinking it was my gram, but it wasn't. My mom and dad taught me this story a few months ago. I was unsure of this house, and sometimes I get the strangest vibes from it. My cats can see it. 
They just stare at some random area for a good amount of time, meowing or just sitting in silence, and then snap back into reality and walk away. One time when I went on a walk, went to talk to my mom about something in a room that is now my bedroom. While she was ironing and sewing, the twin dolls I had randomly said, Feed me, Mommy! <laughs> and that it was a normal thing for it to say. But the weird part was that it had no batteries in it and was off to begin with. Toys will start randomly going off since I have a sister now. There was an elbow in a garbage bag that was going to be thrown out, and it randomly went off and said, Tickle me, Elmo. I thought you said an elbow. <laughs> That's what I thought you said, too. I'm like, like what? what the fuck? Just an elbow. <laughs> what the fuck? Just a random elbow in my trash can. <laughs> Saying, tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> it is crucially odd to think about. I got some balloons from someone on Valentine's Day. They were sitting in my room for a while. My friend asked to come over to stay the night. As we were talking that night, the balloons looked like they had been tugged down and almost hit the floor. We were both so creeped out, and I moved over on the other side of her since I was getting weird vibes, and that's when we heard a tap on the window. I looked at her and said, Did you hear that? But it was too loud to hear the words that came out of her mouth. I wouldn't have been so scared, but there is no possible way, way there could have been someone just there. I live on the third floor, and it had to have been a little past midnight. The rest of the night, we heard constant footsteps in the room next door and upstairs. Nobody uses the upstairs in my house past midnight. The strangest thing is that my friend woke up the next morning with fingerprint-like marks on her arm and had bruised it. It was a scary night for both of us. There was another night. It, had always, it always seems to scare me to even think about. My friend had stayed over that night, and we were up pulling an all-nighter. We kept hearing the occasional footsteps and on-and-off knocks, but we were trying to ignore it. It rolled around to about 6 a.m. when we started to hear footsteps on the roof. Okay. Why is there someone on the roof at 6 a.m.? And who could even get up? Why is there somebody on the roof, period? <laughs> period. Period. When we went to look out there, no one was there. It wasn't stopping, and it sounded like it wanted our attention. My friend and I were terrified, and we were trying to ignore it, but we couldn't ignore it anymore. We darted down the stairs so fast the footsteps seemed to run and follow us. We waited in my kitchen till 7 a.m. in the morning when my mom rolled into the kitchen and asked what in the world we were doing. I told her what had happened and she was trying to reassure us that it was a squirrel and everything was okay. It was not a squirrel. What squirrel had footsteps of someone that sounded like an adult up there? She came into the room and checked it out and seemed to have calmed down, so she left. We decided it was time to sleep. Since we had been exhausted, the footsteps showed up again and we tried to ignore it. Then we went to sleep. I'm going to stop here for now. I might share some more details later. I would love some feedback. Damn. All right, so let's get into this. Squirrels. Squirrels, but look, she's staying in the cop's room. Yeah. Uh, and if, 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 where was this? Did it say where? Uh, I don't think it did. If it's in a city, that cop more than likely has shot at least one person. No, doesn't say. No. I mean, he had to done something. Like, something must have been going on, and, and work certainly right. has to factor into a suicide. Yeah. I imagine every suicide work factors into it a good yeah. bit. And if he's a cop, something's haunting him. Yeah. And what if, what if 
what if he came in contact with like a victim that, or not a victim? I don't want to say that. Like, like maybe he had killed a criminal, <coughs> and it followed him. Does that criminal stay because he stays? Like, if he's there, does it stay? I guess I don't know. And I don't know also, how that works. ghosts haunt where they're supposed. Like they haunt where they are. What was this man? Like, why was this man's daily or whatever like often ritual to go up on the roof? Right. Yeah, that that's weird. Like. And why are you concerned? Why is not at six o'clock? Why she's right? Why is anyone on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that's not a very normal thing. It's not safe. No. Even for a ghost. Yeah. What if he fell off? <laughs> I don't know. Do they hit ground or do they just go through? Well, they can. I don't know. <coughs> do they just get to decide what they do? They might. They just float away. Jerks. <laughs> Must be nice. I want to know about the fucking kid praying in the bed. That's what I'm saying. That's what has me fucked up. I was like, wait, hold up. That can't, like... That's not... That's not... That's not such a good thing. That's... It's not even a remotely... (laughs) It's not remotely a good thing. If if Adonis, a person that we've had in this house several times, is uh, our oldest son's best friend, Mm -hmm. if he was to come into our room... Wake me up saying, blessed are thou, <laughs> whatever. I'd be like, okay, get your coat. Yep. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> and, I'll drop you off at your porch. And yep. I'd tell Ryan, you need to start getting comfortable hanging out at other people's homes because <laughs> they ain't coming here anymore. <laughs> they ain't coming here. Oh, no. What, it, it, why, are you, why does a child know to pray over someone when he sees someone? And why is someone watching this woman sleep? Did the dude from the... <laughs> Your story come in over here and be like, "Hey, yeah, hey, hey, pretty mom." (laughs) (laughs) I I just stopped by to see what you were doing. (laughs) I got some popsicles in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're sleeping mighty good. (laughs) (laughs) Would you? Would you like? Oh man. Would you like to see a Greek man's foreskin? <laughs> Can't you do the whistling thing? No. Oh, I thought you could. Oh, man. Sometimes I can hit it. Yeah. Other times it just... Just don't happen. It's like every like one out of five times. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe one out of ten. That's fair. There were a couple spots in there that I was like, wait, what is this person saying? Yeah, no, uh, they just were... just a couple little words I was able to I'd like, like to know how out. old this person was whenever they typed this story up. Well, I mean, it was... Well, remember, it was it was a transcription, so I had to put the periods in where I thought it would be, and obviously there were some words. Like, in my story, I have had half. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. There was a couple of them. Yeah. I so. had had. Like, we can say that out loud, but to read it is yeah. weird. Yeah. Well... Because we just go, I had had uh, a thing over here, but I, you know, I'm not doing that now. But it, to be like, I had had. Yeah. I, I, after we finish recording, because I can't talk about it like on here, I gotta show them like the fuck up I made. Oh my god. <laughs> because my my um my brain read that something was there, but I never typed it out. Oh. Okay. But I gotta yeah. show it to you, but I can't talk about it on here. Fair enough racist so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna go into are we good with that story do yeah. we want to point out the fact that this person said it was a person and the mom said no it's just squirrels just squirrels 
you know, I mean, maybe it was that lady that was training the squirrels. Maybe. Didn't we find out that wasn't real? Yeah, we did. Oh, man. Which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's sad. Oh, look at him. We're not important enough. Nope. For good old Billy King. Billy King. I'm listening. <laughs> I, come off I like. I actually like Billy Wilson a little bit better. It sounds. It sounds like an outlaw, like old western. Billy type Joe thing. Wilson. <laughs> you hear about Billy Wilson? Old Billy Joe stole them cattle from them poor people <laughs> across the way. <laughs> didn't even. Didn't even leave them one cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Billy Wilson. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Round up the posse. <laughs> High bail for Billy Wilson. <laughs> X marks the spot. So around 2002, I was living in Fort Lauderdale, and I saw an ad in the paper uh, for 1-800-Flowers. And they were hiring drivers for Valentine's Day. So I got a job when I showed up, which is how those things work. Uh, they had a plain white van for me. To use. <laughs> oh no, that's a kidnap oh, van. No, that's good um, for me to use for uh, deliveries. Uh oh. Don't wake up. Pretend it's not there. Julia, go turn the lamp off. Turn the light off. What? Turn I'm the light asleep. off. What? I'm going to sleep. No, we have this light on. We have. We have plenty of avenues. He's going to wake up and he's going to cry and he's going to be mad at us. No, no, you can get him back to sleep. Put something in his <laughs> mouth. I think the bottles are in the underneath that table. We're talking about a, a baby child right now, just so <laughs> y'all know. No. Here's our dog. <laughs> we, we have peanut butter on standby. <laughs> we weren't sure if Billy was bringing his wife or not, so we, we got out the peanut butter because... Oh said something about her mouth being real pretty last time out. Oh. <laughs> He's really into my dog. <laughs> she is a beautiful dog. She is beautiful. She's a sweetheart. I don't I listen. Look just there. because she didn't need the prompting last time, okay? Doesn't mean you get to comment on my dog's beauty. She doesn't like you like that. Damn. She was confused. That's mm. fair. Yeah. She didn't understand. She thought she thought what you had hanging were tennis balls. <laughs> she didn't understand. She's, you know, most of her balls come out from under the couch, so they got a little bit of fur on them. <laughs> oh man! All right, so um, they had the plain white van for me to use for deliveries, and people were gathering around to get their assignments. They were talking about their familiarity with the area and other delivery jobs they had had. There we go. See, they had had. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, I was new to Fort Lauderdale, so I wasn't really familiar with any of the areas. I just kind of took the bunch that were close to where I lived. <laughs> I took Great delivery driver. That's, that's, 100%, <coughs> that's what you do. Are Sorry. you dying? I stuck spit down the wrong hole. What, what are you doing? Fixing my boxers. Oh. Jesus, we're a we're mess over here. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, man, first the baby wakes up, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> um, so, where, what was I doing? What? I don't know. Oh. Delivering in a white yeah. van. So, I took my stack of index cards with the addresses and my flowers, and I took off. My deliveries covered quite an area, and I knew I was going to need a map. In 2002, 
I forgot about maps in 2002. <laughs> yeah. Man. Wow. Had to print out the map quest <laughs> directions. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This well, he got a book map, map. He said oh, he got man. a map. Uh, it map. says, I uh, stopped at a gas station near where I lived, and I grabbed a book-style map from the rack. Book-style map? Is that... They don't have like the map on a page, right? Like it's one I would of those you so. completely unfolded. I think a book. What are you doing? Are you okay? Billy is ADHD. Fair enough. Fair, look, I, if that I answers any of your said, questions, I'm, now I'm embarrassed, even though nobody can see. <laughs> Listen, I I don't know what HD is, but I got eighty of them. <laughs> I don't know why you gave that heavy breath afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> he said, listen. It's <laughs> like the quiet James Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I look. Wait, what? Yeah, okay. So then I headed to my apartment where I thought, this is a terrible delivery driver. He goes home first. Uh, <laughs> where I looked up the deliveries and I got them in order. <coughs> yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hey, mine was just spit that went haywire. Oh, yeah, yeah, spit. While getting my deliveries in order, I noticed on the map there was an X that someone had drawn in pen. And I thought it was weird, but didn't think too much of it. You just bought this map. Why would you not think too <laughs> much of that? Yeah, that's pretty weird. What is up with it? Every story has been like, I didn't think too much that's, of it. You know, it's there's whatever. somebody walking on my roof at 6 o'clock. Right? It's just squirrels. It's squir- we hang out in the kitchen because that's ki- safe. The kids play praying in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's normal. You just go ahead. What are you doing, sweetie? <laughs> we'll get your sweet little heart right back to bed. <laughs> we go pray in there. Yeah. The Lord will talk to you in there. <laughs> um. I thought it was weird, but didn't think too much of it. I took my deliveries, or I took my delivery cards, now in order, and headed out. I went about my day making my deliveries. I was on my way to one delivery and was having a hard time finding a road that was supposed to be on the map. It was hard to find, and I drove back and forth a couple of times just looking for it. But all I saw was a rough path and a (laughs) road (laughs) that looked like it was maybe used by construction crews Mm. of some kind. I figured. Ah, screw it. And took the dirt. I mean, <laughs> took the road. Not even a T in that word that I said. <laughs> I drove in anyways, and it turned to the right, which is the way I needed to go. After a while, I was riding on a grass road behind a row of houses. I'm thinking, what the hell? And I stopped and looked at the map, trying to figure out where I was supposed to be. And I was stunned. I saw someone in their driveway. They were either leaving or arriving at the house. I don't quite remember, but I got out, walking their way, just to ask for directions. I got to the man and told them I was delivering flowers and was basically pretty lost. I'd gotten completely lost, actually. I got out my map, showed him the address in which I was looking for. As I'm pointing at the map, I noticed that the X (coughs) that I had noticed earlier seemed to be the exact location at which I was talking to the man. I thought it was pretty weird, and I wondered what this guy might be thinking about some stranger parked out in his backyard in a <laughs> plain white van approaching him. <laughs> Apparently, oh my goodness, the implications here are great. 
approaching this man in his backyard with my plain white van with a map that apparently had this man's address <laughs> marked with an X oh, on it. God. <laughs> I got free candy <laughs> in my windowless white van. This has to be his perspective when he says this. He says, fortunately, it wasn't too awkward. He basically told me where I needed to go, and I was on my way. No, it was awkward, dude. Yeah. It was it was too awkward. That man probably that gave man you, was scared for his yeah, life. He gave you a fake address because for some reason right? you had his with an X. <laughs> that creepy and, white van. And you're driving. What kind of person is like, oh, this is a grass road. This must be normal. Right? <laughs> and he's like, like, oh, I'm in your, I'm in your like backyard so. and I don't know where I am. Please, <laughs> <Wait>, sir. <laughs> Seems. I seem to experience a lot of coincidences in my whole entire lifetime, but that one was definitely one of the most unique, unique and weird situations. I can say, since you are at the subreddit anyways, one of the best glitches in the Matrix. Thank you guys for reading, and hope you guys have a great day. P.S. I hope you don't have it, an experience like mine, because it sometimes can get confusing. Huh. Really? It can get confusing? You you were just like, okay, the ex is here. Right? Sir, do you have any children? You put that ex <laughs> there. I want to know how in the fuck the ex got on the map. There's so many unanswered questions. I mean, thankfully, he probably went home and organized his thoughts. I would hope he did, and reevaluated his choice of... Gas station. <laughs> choice of Maybe choice of map. Choice Something. of map, choice of uh, vehicle. Are you ready for yours? No, because it goes from your episode to the one that you did first. No, 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 no. Wait, it does. Yes. Oh, my. And then it goes into the one that I think you were going to do. Are you kidding me? I Okay, so <laughs> the first story was transcripts. The story I'm looking at right now is written out, which means I found the same story twice. Oh. So we're just going to go into the Valentine's Day <laughs> Massacre. Okay, perfect. That works. All right. Would you like the computer now? Yes, please, because that is some small writing. Are you ready? I know you're excited. I saw you pop up. You're like, yes, let's do it. Now, I don't have a whole, you know, like I said, it's just preliminary. Yep. You know, throw together haphazard nonsense. But that's the best stuff. Exactly. Uh, oh look, Billy's got it. He's got me under under his. Th- he's I got think it. he's uh, probably looking up his story. Oh well, fair enough. All right, so the site of the massacre, which we know about because we were there. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. Seems like any other piece of land. You will walk past the twenty one hundred block on North Clark Street. You will find a vacant lot between an apartment building and a retirement center. You'll notice there are many trees over this lot, and you'll, uh, you would suspect cars. This seems like any place in Lincoln Park. However, that is unless you know the history. Roughly 80 years ago, I don't know when this was written, so it might have been 80 years ago. Give me a give me an approximation, homie. Come on. Uh, you're over there with the computer. <laughs> computer. They said how many years ago? They said 80. Is that on the money? I would put it at like <coughs> 95 now. 90. 95 now. Okay, so old article. <coughs> 
This site is the home of one of the bloodiest moments in Chicago history. The St. Valentine's Day massacre happened here. It was a very gruesome, bloody scene. It was not a scene for the faint of heart. At the time of the massacre, there was a warehouse in this location. The massacre... Oh, no! Oh, why did what I press happened? the button? Oh, no. Hold on. We're almost there. We found it. Here we go. Al Capone. Well, how far down did I go? Okay, here we go. Um, <coughs> the massacre occurred from uh, in 1929 around 10.30 a.m. on Valentine's Day. This was the murder of associates and members of the Northside Gang. Seven members and associates were brutally murdered. Gang, gang. A gang, gang. <laughs> uh, it is said that the men had worked for Al Capone, which I have a hard time seeing Al Capone's uh, name and not picturing Pacino. Yeah. Just that's because fair. of the owl. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been in like every gangster movie that's it's, been yeah. since God. We can we can picture him as Al, uh, yeah. Al Capone. I'm alright with that. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, did yeah. you see Zoe's butthole, man? <laughs> I have not. That is some red. You gotta lotion that up tonight. I don't know. Help you, her out. You could lotion it. Help her out. Put some aquaphor on it. <laughs> So the members were rounded up at Lincoln Park Garage on this fateful day. And after the member rounded up, they were forced into a line on the wall of the warehouse. They were then shot by several individuals who were dressed as police officers and businessmen. The seven men were killed with 70 rounds of ammo on that fateful day. That's 10 bullets a person. Jesus Hell yeah, God. brother. It's overkill, baby. You ever heard of double tap? <laughs> this is ten tap. Is it, it, would it be double tap, or I mean, this is like the 1930s. Don't they have Tommy guns by now? Aren't they use using Tommy and 70, 70 rounds of ammunition? Mm. Yeah, no, nope, that's, that's a that's that's there was they were sending a message. Have yeah. you ever seen how fast Tommy guns shoot? Yeah, it's it's not hard to go through seventy rounds. It's true. No, I know, but I'm saying like that's that's more than a double tap. That's overkill. They put ten. That's ten bullets a victim. Yeah. I'm not saying they, if they put, hit them with everyone. Well, I'm not saying they put ten bu- bullets in each victim. I'm saying like, what if they hit the wall sixty nine times and only? Well, they killed seven well, people. Well, yeah, well, then yeah. they only killed one person. Well, yeah. And they are the worst. Yeah. They're they're worse than stormtroopers. Nah, oh, bro. Stormtroopers couldn't hit a broadside of a barn. Listen, we saw them kill someone. We did. And 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 yeah, and Empire Strikes Back, they whooped some serious rebel. Yeah, that was, those were different storm. That was a different breed, though. Different breed. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So they had some policemen there. As history would tell us, the intended target of the shooting was the rival gang leader. This man was known as George Bugs Moran. Even though he was the intended target, he escaped without being harmed without being unharmed that would mean that he got harmed person that wrote this <laughs> you stupid individual bugs had actually arrived late for the meeting with his lieutenant does what doesn't that always like wouldn't a mobster think that was suspicious right like, I oh would i think missed it was my meeting oh and everybody's dead oh no ah. my organization well i think it was oh. that that he suspected that they were waiting for him and so he kind of well, hung out it show, it uh, it says here George Bugs Moran was on his way to the garage in Chicago at the time of the St. Valentine's Day massacre. He missed getting killed by minutes. 
A few days later, he told reporters only Cap- only Capone kills like that. Reached at his Florida home for comment on the murders, Capone offered his opinion: the only man who kills like that is Bugs Moran. Mm. <laughs> I'll see. Mm. Um. So Bugs had actually arrived late for the meeting with his lieutenant, and when they arrived, he had seen the phony police officers getting out of a parked car. So Bugs decided to avoid being entangled with law enforcement, so his paranoia saved him. That's awesome. So he went to a nearby coffee shop, and they had missed the massacre and aftermath. It was said that one of the lookouts for Capone had mistaken one of the lieutenants for the leader himself. This was because he was wearing the same color hat and coat. It was said that the meeting was to lure George Bugs Moran by telling him uh, there was a shipment of illegal booze for him. However, it was Capone's men who were busted. Hmm. 20 years after the brutal murder in 1949, the front half of this garage was converted. It's now used for business. This was an antique furniture storage shop. This is some boring nonsense they've told us here. All right, the people started this business, didn't know what had happened. How do you not know what had happened? That's, what, 20 years? You, you, yeah. you, we're still talking about, how do you not know? That's Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, the business was not very successful because only tourists had come to the shop because the people from the town knew the history. A few years later, the building was torn down. This happened in 1967. However, the wall where the shooting operated was integrated into the wall of the men's restroom at the nightclub. Oh, nice. Uh, Some of the bricks were smuggled by those who were tearing down the wall. (laughs) Today, there's a fenced lawn that belongs to a nursing... Oh, they put nursing home where these people That's just cruel. This was built where the garage had once been. There are also five trees planted on that same site. The large tree located in the middle of the yard is the marker to indicate where the brick wall had once stood. Oh. You got something for me, man? Because this apparently is done with that. It is said also that the police officers acted as in they were going to arrest the men before shooting them. Hmm. So they, like, did it ex- execution style because of, you know, get, you know yeah. get on your knees, hands behind your head. 70 rounds. Damn. Hell yeah, That's brother. Up, man. That's the way to take out the rival gang. Or or if it was Moran that orchestrated the killing of his own men, maybe they were rats. Could have been. It's a, here it says, um, this is weird to me. Why you got people disguised as police officers and people wearing business suits shooting these people? What is, what is that about? Well, because, I mean... Whoever did it, right? You know, I mean, it used, it might still happen today, but, you know, back in the 20s during the Prohibition, I mean, even the early 1900s, you had gangs paying off cops so that, like, they could keep getting away with their business. Because, you know, back then, cops didn't get compensated well for their job. I don't think they get compensated well for their job now. Depends on where you're at. You can go to Alaska and make like seventy thousand a year being a cop, being a state trooper in Alaska right now. But who the fuck wants to, to live in Alaska? I've been trying to tell you. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> but um, but ghosted in Alaska has a nice ring. Oh, I it, like that. It, it does. It, it could have been either paid off cops or people dress or the men dressed up as cops so that the other guys wouldn't combat. Yeah. 
I don't know. And I don't know about that the business weird. attire. The business attire is what threw me off. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, business attire is how they dressed back then. Yeah. So apparently after the shootings, there were policemen who were holding those who shot the people at gunpoint. This is how they made their getaway. This is why many people believe that the police had executed the men that day. There were two men that had survived. One man's name was Frank Gusenberg. Uh, He died at the hospital after he told the police that no one had shot him, which is... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wasn't shot, I swear to God. Well, that's what's that... uh, The cop that was interviewed, that interviewed Tupac right before he died, he said, who shot you? And he said, F you pig. And then died. Damn. And he's like, I mean, that's just what you, you didn't talk to cops. No matter what, you yeah. didn't talk to cops. Um, and then another man named Highball, okay, uh, <laughs> was not hurt. However, neither man would talk. Al Capone claimed he was nowhere near the incident at the time. He claimed that he was in Florida at his home. The investigation was extensive and exhausting. However, despite all the investigations and searching, no one was ever convicted or tried for the murders of those who died. Even though no one was arrested for the murders, Capone did not get away completely. The police and public were alarmed by the increasing numbers of mob-related crimes that had been happening. And in that year alone, 64 murders had been related to mobs. And it was that year that law enforcement was put under pressure to end the violence. So eventually people were like, can you guys at least pretend to do your jobs? Like, yeah. like just step, arrest some of them. You don't have to arrest all of them. Just get some of them off the street. 64 murders. Only 64 in Chicago? Them rookie numbers. <laughs> well, I mean, that were related to mob hits. I imagine, and this is bad, but I imagine crime was a lot more manageable when they had the mob there. Yeah, probably. Because, uh, granted, you're obviously going to fudge the crime statistics. You know, crime's down, crime's up, whatever, as a mayor. But you've got people that, if if you're in bed with the mob, which it's Chicago, and chances are you are, especially in the 30s, you go to them and say, can you not do this? Like, can you not knock this place over? Can you not knock this place over? And granted, if if it's not a big deal, they probably won't. Yeah. You know, you can get them to curtail the crime. Whereas now nobody's in charge of the crime at all, and it's rampant, and Chicago's yeah. known as one of the worst cities in the world. That's true. Well, right I mean, there like, with look Detroit. Like, look at Pablo Escobar. The people thought he was, like, a saint. Yeah, he was a hero. He was a yeah. hero. He gave back to the community and actually did shit to help the community. and Even ran the country from prison. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and I, I mean, I know they had a government, but nobody cared about that. He no. was Pablo Escobar giving people everything they ever wanted. Right. Exactly. And then when, when they came for him and they found out that he was, oh, I think he was, like, doing something with, not not sexual with children, but I think he was, like, recruiting children for his thing, and they yeah. got a little uppity about that. They were like, I don't think that's, no. Nope. <laughs> that's not cool. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> I'm okay. Well, you know, I, I brought up the rookie numbers thing. Last year, there were 695 people murdered in Chicago. 100 and some less than 2021. Well, there you go. What about, what about 1929? Probably a lot. What we, what we got in terms of murders for that? Un momento. Un momento. 
Yeah. Homicide in Chicago. Yeah. No. Oh man, we just no. let that go for quite a bit, didn't we? <laughs> the <laughs> silence was strong there. Put some elevator music Ooh. in there, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, while he looks that up, I'll continue on to the hauntings that are supposedly there. It's he found it. It says here Chicago murder rate now is far worse than during Al Capone gangland days. Yeah. Look at me calling it. Yeah. I didn't even know any history. I just no, no. It's <laughs> saying today is far worse than during Al Capone's. Yeah, that's right. what we were saying. I was. That's. I said that. Yeah. I, I rocked it. Yeah. How dare you argue with me when we correct or when we were correct? Jeez. What did you come on the show for? <laughs> to argue. Oh. <laughs> so the location where the killings took place is said to be haunted. Um, people have reported unusual mists and lights. People hear men's voices where there is uh, no one in sight. You can hear screaming from men and machine guns firing when you're near the site. People who are, and they have a nursing home right there. That's, That's fantastic. People who are sensitive and stand in front of the fence may notice a sense of real fear. So I guess empaths yeah. or psychics. Um, I have a lot easier time believing someone can feel the emotions of something rather than a psychic. Yeah. It's a, I don't know what it is, but like, because I have felt weird. Yeah. yeah. So I have, but I've never. Like, I can pick up on people's emotions and it'll immediately just change mine. Well, and that's, I mean, that's a scientific thing. I, I do believe that they have proven that you can pick up yeah. on people's emotional state through body language or whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know. But the psychics, oh, there was four people in this house. Yeah, well, it's anybody could go on public record and find that out. Yeah. Tell me something that happened in here. Tell me something that happened that nobody else knows and we can confirm. Yep. Agreed. Uh, even if these people walk by the area, they may notice a real sense of panic and fear. Animals also have been reported to fear this area as well. They won't go in. Okay. The bricks that men uh, had lined up are said to bring people bad luck. It was said that the killings had caused the bricks to be soaked in negative energy that was very powerful. It said that it said and it, it said um, <laughs> that when the nightclub had been shut down, the bricks were sold for one thousand dollars a piece. However, many of the bricks have been given back because the owner had suffered from severe bad luck. Other people say that the bricks were sold together in a box. It said that the box number uh, was numbered and there was a diagram telling people how to reassemble the wall. This was... Hoop? This was hoped, hooped. maybe. I guess hoped that a single <laughs> person would purchase this. However, it was never sold. The Moran's brother-in-law... Uh, uh, Moran's brother-in-law's entity has started haunt or had started haunting Capone immediately after the killings. Capone had tried to send this entity to the other side by using a medium in the year 1931. However, it did not work. The entity is said to be named James Clark and one of the men that was killed in the shooting. Even after Capone was released from prison, he was haunted by this entity until the day he died. The land that is there today is still said to be haunted by the men who died that fateful day. Screaming and gunfire is a common occurrence at the site when no one is around. And even if you walk by the fence, 
of the nursing home where people were gunned down. Fantastic. Uh, you may even feel frightened. Some people even say that they see figures of gang members in the nursing home. Oh. Those poor patients with dementia and right. stuff like oh that's, man that's got to be terrible now i wonder if it's an actual nursing home or if it's like assisted like a, living yeah like a retirement home or because nobody like. really knows the difference unless you're like in them in that yeah, yeah. like or have had that field around yeah. you yeah yeah so true. i wonder if it's because either way but either way that's fucked up yeah you got a, a dead person yeah. wall thank you come again <laughs> right <laughs> We had a lot of people just line. And how did they get that to happen? How did they get them to line up? Because of the police yeah. officers. Oh, that's right. The oh, I bet the business officers. suits would have been detectives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I'm dumb. That makes sense. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. It okay. makes a lot more sense. All right, so we're on track with Because you would have had now. detectives yep. for that. And that's well, how you, they got them. You know, put yeah. your hands behind your head, mm-hmm. get down on your knees, face the wall. And oh, then. Man, that's terrible. That's scary. What do you think, Billy? This was one of the topics you suggested for the episodes. Oh, dude. I love the whole thing. <laughs> I love killing. <laughs> no, no. So, like, the, 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 the 20s, right? Prohibition. Prohibition proves that whenever you outlaw something, it's never going to go away. Yeah. I.e. Things that are coming to be legalized now in certain states across the country. The good old U.S. of green. Yes, the good old U.S. of green. Now, what's what I love about it, though, is it's never been confirmed if it was Capone's guys that yeah. set it up or if it was Bugs Moran taking out, you know, some low-level, you know, the lower-level guys of his crew that, you know, or, were the weakest link. Or someone altogether different. Also, the fact that they blamed each other. Yeah. Maybe they were working together. Well, no, I don't mean that. I mean more along the lines of if they both said, well, I don't kill that way, he does. Um, I'm fairly certain that they could have just checked out who kills that way. And if it's both of you, then, then yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you both yeah. have done this, thank you. I, I don't. It's, we're more looking at you, Capone, because I kill, fun. but not like that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> what do you think Lining I am? people up here with <laughs> cops. I'm Al Capone. I evade my taxes, and you people haven't found me. I love that. That's how they caught him. Like, oh, he didn't pay his taxes. Now get the IRS. He'll run for years. Well, I mean, without, like, solid proof of, like, the alcohol sales and all that, there, there's really not. Well, and also, how, I don't know, I don't, you're, if you're going to stop people from doing something, I don't know, I just think it's so stupid. That anytime anything is illegalized, they immediately find ways to get it in like mm-hmm. lsd was illegalized because of mk ultra and all that stuff that it went through and they were like oh no this is not a good thing this is bad. and look it got on the street yep crack well that was intentional but either way crack cocaine found its way on the street and then they were like no don't touch it 
Fentanyl. Fent- fentanyl. Yeah. Meth. Everything. Heroin. You if you weed. But also, if you legalize all this stuff, people, people are gonna go. Interest, they're gonna go. Well, possibly. I don't know. I think they would just go crazy. Um, I, I think it would be like we have freedom now to do this. Let's do it until we're dead. Well, no. So so I've I've talked quite a bit about just let's just open up the floodgates and just legalize everything. Like what's killing like most of the overdoses happening now is because of like everything being laced with fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Well, if you legalize it and you make an avenue where people can buy it legally, well now you know that you're getting pure heroin or you're getting pure yeah. cocaine. And do you like they do in Canada where they have the safe injection yeah. sites? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Canada has safe injection sites where, where just in it. case you overdose there's someone there like to hit you with Narcan. I yeah. thought there were some places in America that had those too. Probably Portland. Yeah. Yeah, probably that makes sense. I know they're not very many. Yeah. But yeah, I think but Portland just got rid of all their drug issues. Yeah. Like, they, they were just like, yeah, go ahead. Like, their school funding is up. Like, well, oh, the, if we like get addicts on the street, we get schools better. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the way I see it is, is the war on drugs is a huge failure. Huge failure. You got people in prison for possession that were committing nonviolent crimes. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. It's It's... Not that this is any part of the show, but it, it joined in. But um, I don't think – I think there are certain – I think it should be circumstantial, like situational. That's what I mean, situational. The the uh, whatever you accrue should be situational. It can't be across the board because you could have no. someone that's like randomly they got a prescription <laughs> and they don't want to take it. Why shouldn't they get money off of that? Like they paid for it. It's reimbursement. If they don't want to take the medicine that has been shown to get people addicted and ruin lives, let them get money off of it. Someone else wants to ruin their life. Someone else wants to ruin their life. Go for it. I, I, I don't think – and I'm not hurting anybody. If you catch me doing it, fine. Slap me on the wrist. Send me away. I'm, I'm not going to get this prescription again. But then if you get someone that's like, if you pay me or I'm going to break your thumbs. <laughs> Right. Maybe put that person behind bars because yeah. that's a dangerous individual that mm-hmm. that uh, doesn't need to be on the street. I tend to think if you're going to have drugs in the country, like if you're going to just have drugs, then it, it should be a a, a a charity market. Like you pay if you want, but if you got a hookup that doesn't care if you pay, there you go. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. Yeah, because I mean... Not th- that I'm advocating anybody do any drugs that are dangerous or anything like that. Let me just put that out there. No, I my 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 whole thing has been like, no matter what, if it's legal or legal, if people are going to want to do it, they're going to do it. They're going to find a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would think with prohibition, they would just get that. You would think. I, and I don't even understand. Like. I understand where it came from, you know, the religious right, you know, all that, you know, morality and all that. I understand where that came from. And I understand the need to say maybe we need to regulate this because people, a person, like Tommy Lee Jones said in Men in Black, a person is smart, but people are dumb, panicking animals. And if you give dumb, panicking animals all sorts of uncontrolled substances, they're going to lose their mind. The society itself will break down. No one likes Portland. No one looks at Portland and says there's a good area. No one's like, oh, I can't wait to move to Portland. 
That's where the weirdos are. <laughs> it used to be Venice Beach in California. That's where you went on Venice Boardwalk and you saw the weirdos. Now they all moved to Portland. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Well. But the, uh, bringing it back to Capone, he, like, that was legit. What he did was booze. And prostitution. Well, well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, that's neither here nor there. I mean, whatever. It's, I can't even say. Like, I don't even know how bad the sex trafficking. I don't know. Back then, it seemed like they had, like, even their criminality had morality to yeah. it. Well, so I, I mean, couldn't uh, imagine them <laughs> grabbing. Like, I mean, I know it's a different time, but I know they're not grabbing up. They might grab a 15, 16-year-old, but again, a different time. An infant, but yeah, they're not gonna to grab up room oh. through childhood. Yeah, or well, like twelve year old or something like that. I, I would have to look it up real quick, but this country had brothels at one point. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. prostitution oh, yeah. was like a legit job. Yeah, it's a business. I mean, I'm not saying it's no longer a legit job. Vegas, you know, you know, it's just sex work. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so that is our episode. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, yeah. I had, I had loads of fun. Good, good. Tons. Um. So, thank you for coming on, and thank you for being our on our episode for yes, the first time. Absolutely. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please listen to the Wilson King podcast, which you can find on any streaming platform that you want. Uh, do you have a? You want to plug your coffee thing? I want to say one thing. Mm. Brothels were in the U.S. a lot longer than what I thought. Oh, yeah? The last four shut down in 1980. Man. Hell yeah, they did. But um, if y'all want to check us out, you can find us on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can find us at the Wilson King Podcast. Uh, you can check out our website, www.thewilsonkingpodcast.com. You can also uh, check out our merch store on there. You just got to click the store tab or hit the store tab uh, if you're checking it out on your phone. And you can find us on all socials at the Wilson King Podcast. Bam. In your face. Yep. Jules, do you have anything you want to say? No? No. All right. Well, uh, with that being said enjoy our episode check out our patreon check out our instagram it'll be in the description check out our gofundme uh for the fakir uh spca um they uh, clearly you uh, we just told you what was going on so don't be afraid to uh fundraise that you know yeah. they're uh they're gonna need a lot of help and um you know and uh it's something that uh this this show cares deeply about so you know uh, open your wallets open your blankets open whatever dog toys yeah open your blankets Uh, open your dog toys whatever you got you know Uh, they need all the help they can get Uh, thank you for listening and uh, oh do you have something else you had your hand up oh no okay i'm good all right settle down (laughs) uh with that being said guys thank you for listening have a good evening and remember Curl up them toes because the monster's under your bed looking to get them. (laughs) This episode of Ghosted in West Virginia is brought to you by Right Live. 
weddings, private events, band and DJ bookings, live sound, and more. Contact Right Live for all your event needs. We are dedicated to providing entertainment, promotion, production for all of your special events. Contact them at rightliveevents.com, rightliveevents at gmail.com, or on Facebook at Right Live. Until then, enjoy Ghosted by Right Live.